Hello, listeners. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back. There's some new exciting things happening with the podcast. First, if you want to keep updated with new episodes and what we have coming up, make sure to find us on Facebook and like the page. You can also make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. Second, we are in the middle of a fundraising drive. We are looking to expand our reach and add more resources for production so that we can keep bringing you interviews from around the city. This includes finding new people interested in conducting interviews in their neighborhoods, but we need the financial support of the community members like you. To donate to the podcast, go to paypal.me backslash faces of GP. That's faces of GP. I'm so proud to be bringing value to my community with educational and informative information to my neighbors in the city, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your support. Today, my guest is Monica Gonzalez. She's the new executive director of the Pregnancy Resource Center of Grand Prairie. Monica and I sat down at the center to discuss what this nonprofit does for our community. We discussed the center's mission of helping women make informed decisions when facing an unplanned pregnancy. We discussed the center's partnerships with local churches and why that's important, why it's important to partner with the charity that you are passionate about, and how we can encourage and mentor young people to become more involved citizens in their communities. I had such a welcoming and uplifting visit with everyone at the center, and my spirit was truly encouraged with this interview. Make sure to check out the podcast description for contact information if you are interested in learning more about the center. And now, here's Monica Gonzalez. Hi, Monica. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really good. And I am so glad that y'all happened to come to my church on Sunday because y'all have been on my list of people to talk to. Oh, great, yes. Y'all, I just just can't say enough good things. So, I'm here, we're here at the Pregnancy Resource Center in Grand Prairie, Mm -hmm. and um, y'all came and talked at First Baptist on Sunday, and I said, oh, I've got to get, I've got to go talk to you. Um, But I hadn't met you yet, so, um, so how long have you been the director here now? Well, at the end of May, it's going to be one year. So a year um, when COVID started. So you came in with absolutely zero, anything going on externally, like you just walked right in, no no challenges or anything, <laughs> <laughs> no COVID. <laughs> exactly. So, yep, I've been here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a year. You know, you, and y'all are, um, and I'm going to give you a chance to kind of talk about the center itself and kind of what y'all do, but you work with a lot of people, y'all work with people in person. It's a very intimate things so having something like COVID did that change a lot of things for you guys and how y'all met with people and it did change um, it did change quite a bit but we still continue to see clients in person by appointment only oh good yes so we were able to um, put in like a 45 minutes to an hour gap between each appointment which gave us time to clean up and get Mm -hmm. things ready for our next uh, young lady to come in and uh, but we did not open not one time wow we did stay open that's amazing Mm -hmm. um so for those of y'all that don't know the uh, the resource center is in it's off of 303 in corn valley Mm -hmm. and it is just just right south of the mountain creek retirement community uh the retirement home Mm -hmm. and y'all are in those these office buildings here yes and I had volunteered here several years ago, but even I didn't know where y'all were located. So I'm, I'm glad that we're here because I want people to know y'all, y'all are here and where y'all are. Um, but talk a little bit just about like, what does y'all's organization do for the community? Well, um, we actually, as you mentioned, we are kind of hidden back here and um, uh, there's still a lot of people who don't know that we are even here, but there's still a lot that do know that we're here. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I believe that we get more word of mouth, mm-hmm. you know, a friend of a friend or a family member that we're able to um, assist and help. But what we do here at the Pregnancy Resource Center, Brown Prairie, we um, offer 
um, pregnancy tests, sonograms, um, baby items, maternity clothes, and we're here to um, to counsel and encourage anyone with, that comes in with an unplanned pregnancy mm. that um, does not know what to do or feels that they are uh, trapped mm -hmm. or that it's a burden, mm -hmm. and we uh, speak life words into them that it's not a burden, this mm -hmm. is a gift. This is a gift and we um, help with resources and educate them on um, all the other options that they can have, that they do have. So um, that's what we do. And we just, um, we just establish a relationship with each woman, family, a man that comes through here mm -hmm. because they also come with uh, a boyfriend, yep. a husband, uh, a friend, a mother. So we also um, educate them and give them resources as well. Yes, that is that is such an important point to make. Um, so we'll talk. I want to talk about that and just all the resources. But first, y'all have a full time is it nurse or doctor that is here doing sonograms? We have a part time sonographer. Sonographer. Yes. Okay. Emily Davis, and um, she is here uh, twice a week. And um, she's amazing. We love her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's doing a great job. But um, y'all have a whole clinical setup in there. You have a bed, everything. We yeah. Do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And does and that that just in and of itself. And Sonic, these are all resources provided for the clients for free. Yes. Yes. And so um, this is something that that y'all provide. Um, and y'all also have. Um, donations for people to come in if they need baby items, materials, clothes, like how many of the, do y'all get a lot of donations just all the time or do y'all need things all the time? Um, actually both. <laughs> we do receive donations all, all the time and of course you know we need more as some are going out we need more to replenish, restock but um, I gotta say the community is amazing. Mm -hmm. They um, they show out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we get uh, our our churches, our local churches and pastors, and and just people all around, just to um, that they love this ministry. They know what this ministry does, and so they come with um, just items, whether it's um, uh, formula, uh, car seats, strollers, mm -hmm. cribs, you know, monetary, uh, baby items, everything. You know, they just come through. They really do, mm -hmm. um, but the community, I, I always like saying that we have a community love, sharing community love. 100%, this is, this is something that when, when this is such an interesting topic for communities and, and how do you help meet those needs of the people in the community that, that need a service like this, where they need somebody to be there to tell them there's options for you like you have people that love you, you have people that care about you, and um, and then provide them with things that they might need to go through with their pregnancy and after. And for y'all to be able to do that is really amazing. And I think that one of the things that's so important with what we're doing, what I'd like to do on this podcast, is give the citizens of Grand Prairie all the different ways that the nonprofit organizations are meeting the needs of the citizens the government can't meet all of our needs. Our city government can't meet all of our needs. And luckily we have so many that are that are providing those services and y'all are one of them. Mm -hmm. And um, the partnerships that y'all have with the church are another thing that's really amazing. We'll talk about that in a minute. But do y'all have, how much of a need do y'all have for something like this? Do y'all, how many clients do y'all have come through? And how many, you know, do y'all, is there is this something that people need just a lot in our community is, is a place like this absolutely absolutely this is definitely one of the um, uh, nonprofit organizations here in Grand Prairie that is very much needed mm -hmm. you know we do have many um, uh, young women families that come through these doors from uh, different cultures mm -hmm. you know different backgrounds and um, we see at least it, it, it varies every day or week by week but we see a lot of young ladies mm -hmm. you know there's um, uh, up to uh, the past two years in 2019 
we saw 2,478 young ladies, wow. families. Wow. In 2020, we saw over 3,000. And that's, that's not, that's including with pregnancy tests, sonograms, coming to um, visit our boutique, which is our mm -hmm. boutique is where they come in and they, um, they uh, pick the baby clothes, mm -hmm. diapers, the baby items that they need, formula. But we also do counseling here. Mm -hmm. We have a custodial counseling that, um, that is serviced here as well. Mm -hmm. And um, we also, young ladies that come back after they've had their baby and they come back and they just wanna share on you know everything that's happened this whole year. Um, we walk through, not just through their pregnancy, but after their pregnancy. We help them. We um, we actually we lock arms with them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just a one-time appointment mm -hmm. that they just come and go. No, this is a lifelong relationship. They we may not see them for a year or two, but then here they come visiting us and just letting us know on how they're doing. And so it's it's really nice. It's it's good. It's good too, so that they know that we're here for them not just for just temporarily but this is a lifelong journey with them because what you're what you're doing just to be really specific about like what this center does I, I volunteered here I don't know it probably was a year um, this is not a, like a, an OBGYN or anything like that mm -hmm. this is a center for and it's all ages of women really it's yes it's, it, you know there could and there's all ages that come through but anybody that's facing a pregnancy that was unexpected, that could be either not sure how to move forward and which a, a choice that they are thinking about making, the center is here to help them as best they can to support them with having a child, with having that baby, and with moving forward with that baby, mm -hmm. and um, and and even if that, you know, just however y'all can help support them is is what y'all want to do. So there'd be people that would call all the time that would be confused about when they see Pregnancy Resource Center, they're like, okay, what are y'all? Are y'all like a doctor's office? Like, no, it's not a doctor's office. Um, it's got nothing to do with, you're not associated with any other clinics or anything like that. Um, you are here to serve the needs of, of those women and um, the counseling is a big part of that. Yes. So um, talk a little bit about, I was, I was kind of um, surprised, pleasantly surprised when I went through how much training to be a volunteer as far as to be a counseling volunteer, not to do maybe things in the office or things like that, but to actually go back and have those types of counseling relationships. You, the volunteers go through a lot. So talk about what they do and their importance as far as what they do with clients when y'all come in. As the volunteers, mm -hmm. okay, the volunteers, we have volunteers and we also have advocates. So, um, thank you. That's a, yes. I knew that there was a better word than what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we also have advocates, and that's what we are. We are advocates. All of us are advocates uh -huh. for these um, young families that walk through the doors. But um, and I'm glad you asked me because um, the counseling, because these ladies, they not only need the resources and the education, but they need emotional, mm -hmm. mental, physical, and spiritual guidance. Uh -huh all that comes connected and um, when we see a young lady come in emotionally like she's just emotionally drained because she does not know what to do and we see that and we see the brokenness so we um, we help them along the way mm -hmm. we provide all these resources now as a volunteer and as advocate we they do go through um, a lengthy time of training mm -hmm. there's a lengthy time of training that um, they go through it's gonna, it takes at least, um, I'm gonna say five, five to six weeks to mm -hmm. have some training, to have that training, and also to be able to, um, like you said, not just doing the, the phone answering, the clerical work, but also the, the other side, the, the other aspect of mm -hmm. the um, counseling and advocates. So the volunteers are um, ones that they come in and um, they could help us with, um, packing boxes mm -hmm. or um, putting pamphlets together and there's so much to do an advocate is more like she um, she will be here to like you said counsel help counsel mm -hmm. um, talk to her if you establish a relationship with this young lady she knows okay 
well, you know what, Monica, I'd rather speak to Monica because Monica, I've already um, established that relationship with her and she knows pretty much everything that I've been through. So, and they do, if I speak to a young lady on the phone, over the phone that we do our intake, we are already establishing that relationship so mm -hmm. that when she walks in the door for her appointment time, she already knows, Yes, I was talking to you on the phone, hi. Mm -hmm. And she feels comfortable. Mm -hmm. She feels um, that she can, um, uh, she's not just a stranger on the phone mm -hmm. making an appointment, that we've already established that one-on-one -on -one connection. And that's what it's about, just connecting with these young ladies and, and these families. Mm -hmm. it, it's just about the relationship. Yeah, that's, that's one thing that, um, and I think sometimes whenever I would be here, women would come in and be a little surprised um, because they were getting to be able to have conversations. Mm -hmm. and, and some of them don't expect that. They walk in and just think, I'm just gonna have a pregnancy test and that's it. But they're met with love. They're, mm -hmm. I can't, it, it, this is not like a preach at people type place. This is a, we are literally here to love you through this time of your life. Mm -hmm. and, um, and the people that, you know, the, the women that come in, um, they need to hear somebody that cares about what they're going yes. through. It's, it's very intimidating and it's, especially if you're coming in and, and you haven't told anyone in your life, you know, they're, you know, they're coming in and they're, they're not really sure who they can depend on. That's what y'all really, y'all serve that need. Mm -hmm. And that is something that's very different and special and unique about what y'all are doing yes. here. And I think that, um, it's just so valuable. Um, and having those relationships that, that start with that. And then they can come back and talk a little bit about the boutique, but also how they get to get things from the boutique. Oh, <laughs> the boutique is so nice. It's, um, we have it up with um, girl, baby girl clothes, mm -hmm. boy clothes, and it's so cute in there. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but um, what they do... And people can donate. Yes. These, this is all donations, so if you have baby clothes, this is a great place to bring them. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so we have a point system that they go through, and um, what they, um, they have a, um, we have them watch videos. Mm -hmm. So the videos can be up to 20 to 30 minutes long. Um, when you um, come in and take the time to watch the movies, you earn a point and it all accumulates. Mm -hmm. So the point system, you can get either a box of diapers or one point will give you a box of diapers or five outfits, hanging outfits, or there's some that we have like um, the socks and um, you know, uh, little the mittens that you put on mm -hmm. their hands, um, things like that. So the point system has worked out great. And um, it's if you wanna watch two videos a week, you're able to do mm -hmm. that. If you want to watch three, uh, and as you're doing that, your points are uh, are adding up, mm -hmm. so that you can come in and walk in with five points. So with those five points, you can um, get a box of diapers. You can get five outfits. You can get a toy. Mm -hmm. You know, and the, we also have the um, car seats and the cribs and things like that that you can also be um, earning as well. Yeah. So point system is great. It is, and the videos that 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 are available are mainly about care for a child and what to expect as you go through the pregnancy yes. and stuff. So that's talk the, about that. That's the education part. Um, whether you're a new mom or this is your second baby or even your third, mm -hmm. you know, we uh, provide those videos where they will show you as to getting you prepared into motherhood. Mm -hmm. You know, what happens, you know, with you within inside, your emotions, um, as after you have a baby, mm -hmm. your emotions are like all over the place. Um, and at the same time, you you want to be the best mom you can be to this baby. Mm -hmm. You know, so these videos help you. They help you how to be a mom. You know, what what could you do better at, or what happens when a baby turns three months? You know, what are the things that he or she could be doing right now, are supposed to be doing right now? And it just helps as far as, like I said, um, the emotional, physical, mental, mm -hmm. and spiritual aspect of everything. Um, videos are great. It's a it's a, a part of our education process. Yeah, because you're yeah that and that's so important. It's like yes, you wanna you wanna give the needs the physical needs, mm -hmm. but being able to educate because I mean, you know, not just like what you said. Not everybody that's coming in and has never had a baby before. Some everybody comes in from different learning 
curves, but mm -hmm. being able to have that additional education that you might not know mm -hmm. is, because do you have a lot of clients that come in that maybe don't have like medical care or like insurance, things like that, where they yes. might not normally get some yes. of that. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. And we um, help them along the way as mm -hmm. far as um, getting on Medicaid. We mm -hmm. help them with that process um, on what they can do. And um, that's, a, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. Thank you for asking that. But we do have many that come in with no insurance mm -hmm. and um, they don't know what to do. They think it's going to... Um, it, it, it's gonna cost a lot or you know where do they go what's the best doctor who's who who can I get I mean they they have no idea especially the first-time moms you know so we help them with that we help them to get connected with um, Medicaid mm -hmm. and also with WIC yeah and you know I think that this is something that that you can speak to more if, if I think that this is something to think about when someone goes through when, when a woman goes through you know, an unexpected pregnancy, and it's an exciting unexpected pregnancy, mm -hmm. and you have families that are around you that are telling you what to do, mm -hmm. that you're gonna go to the doctor, and this is what you're gonna do, and you're gonna visit the doctor this often, and this is what you can expect, and you're gonna get a sonogram, and you're gonna, these are the steps that you're gonna take. When you have that support of a family, it makes the process, first of all, less intimidating, but second mm -hmm. of all, you know what to expect. But when you have an unexpected pregnancy, that's not a welcome. That, that might not be the most exciting thing, mm -hmm. and you, you are alone. Part of that is understanding the process and having someone that walks you through what to expect and where are the answers to your questions. So sometimes it's, it's as simple as, I didn't know that I could get that, I didn't know that I could do that, I didn't know that's what I was supposed to be going through. Right. And so I think that's, that's a very important component yes. of, of helping a woman through this time mm -hmm. in her life and having somebody there to help her. I mean, I, I would imagine, do you, is that something that you see a lot? We do see mm -hmm. a lot of that and we always let these young ladies know, come back or call us. If you have any questions, concern, or if there's something that you're just not sure about, call us. There's never a wrong question or a dumb yes. question that's a good point that's a good point <laughs> you know they're mm -hmm. never and we let them know that don't think that your question does not matter or that it's not important mm -hmm. give us a call that's what we're here for we're here to help you um and because um, google only goes so far exactly. i mean seriously <laughs> yes, google only goes so far yeah yeah um and you know as far as having that relationship your relationship with the churches in the area are very important yes. and one of the reasons I wanted to interview y'all is because y'all had come to my church and spoken, which is not uncommon. That I've seen that's that's something that the center has done for several years. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're a church that feels very strongly about helping women through an unexpected pregnancy, if that's something that is very important to your to your church, this is a way to do that because what you can do is enter into this situation. And not only just donate things, and that's important too, but to provide a place in a church home for the women that do choose to go through with their pregnancies and that do want to have those babies, they need a community too. And that's where the church can step in and our churches around here can provide them a family that is excited yes. that they're having a child because they might not have families that, have, that are excited that they're right. having a child. And then they have a place for their baby to go after they're born. And now they can go to the children's ministry and you can still, that that mom can still be a part of a community then and still come and be a part of things. And I think that's where churches can step in. And I think that we forget that part. Yes, it's important to find, to, to support it, support y'all financially. And that's essential, but also providing that partnership yes. to help those, those women that are going through mm -hmm. that. We actually do have um, the list of all of our churches here mm -hmm. in our community, and um, when we uh, get to know our, our young ladies that come in, we ask them, you know, we ask them, you know, are you connected to a church? Do mm -hmm. you go to a church? Um, some say yes, some say no, so what we do is we connect them with the church, um, uh, somewhere where it's close to their home, 
or they have an option you know we have a, a, a list of all the churches and they will decide okay I'd like to go to this church and so what we do is we will connect with the liaison at the churches mm-hmm. um, each church has, should have a, a liaison that um, we speak to and they will um, expect the young lady to go and welcome her into the mm-hmm. church and that's where the connection comes in mm-hmm. so we have that opportunity as well to be able to um, get them in touch with someone so that they can get connected in the church mm-hmm. so that they can speak to someone at the church you know and most of all as you said we're partnering so together as a community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for these young ladies to let them know you're not alone we're here for you right you, you will be connected to a church family that will be here for you also along the way through the pregnancy and after the pregnancy that's right you know so um so yes that's what we do and we're so um grateful to have the opportunity to um, be able to speak the gospel here at the pregnancy resource center yeah and i think that you know whether people see it or not or think it or not when you when when you're in a situation that's that's unexpected like that and you have a you don't know how the church feels about you right Mm because this is the situation that you've come into and um to have a church go oh my gosh we're so glad that you're going to be we want to have you here that is a barrier that comes down Mm -hmm. and i think that it's a very important barrier that comes down it is and um and then to show that our community cares about not just not just helping somebody through a pregnancy but also supporting them through motherhood that's hard that's hard for anybody and so that's that's really important and um you know if there's any church churches out there that are listening or people you know and you you don't know how your church is handling it through the through the you know churches that are here talk to somebody at your church and figure out how you can fit in but one of the things that y'all do do with churches is um y'all do a fundraiser Yes. with them so tell me about that fundraiser because okay. I've been seeing it at my church for <laughs> years and years so <laughs> well we have um, a fundraiser that we um, have every year which is our uh, applauding life banquet mm-hmm. which is in October and this year is going to be October 28th and um, that's our fundraiser that we hold every year at the Ruth Jackson Center mm-hmm. we also have our change uh, for life baby bottle fundraiser that starts on Mother's Day and that goes through the summer um, that one is where we will take baby bottles to the churches and um, empty ones. Empty ones. <laughs> Thank you. Empty ones, and they um, fill up the bottles with change, mm-hmm. loose change that they have, cash or check. Hundred dollar bills. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, change. Is uh-huh. it yes? Change yes. in any anything that you want to yes. put in there. Mm-hmm. And then we will collect them, or someone will drop them off here um, on Father's Day or after Father's Day. And then we have one that's coming up this Friday. It's a Laugh for Life Comedy Night fundraiser, and we're super excited. It's going to be at True Grace Church. This is is this new? This is well, they've had it here um, two for two years. Uh-huh. This is our third one. Oh wow! Um, so they've had a couple these past few years, but yep, this is the first one in about four years. So it's at True Grace, you said? True Grace Church. Okay, and that is four seventeen West Marshall drive in Grand Prairie okay and that's this Friday so I'll make sure that this comes out immediately so that people can know this is Friday what what's the date April 30th April 30th 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and we have comedian Dory McLemore Um, we have East Aerial Band we're gonna have uh, raffles Ooh. yes the raffles nobody wants to miss the raffles. no do people have to buy tickets to the event okay Uh tickets uh, you can go online to purchase the tickets it's a dollar. I'm sorry, not a dollar. <laughs> That's the raffle, probably. <laughs> um, Twenty dollars for an an individual, or uh, thirty five for a couple. We're gonna have a concession stand, uh, shirts to sell. We have some merch to sell, but um, it's gonna be fun. And That's I think awesome. um, the past year, everything that we've been through. Um, you know all that stuff and now um it's time to have some good laughs that's and right just, um hang out with some great people fellowship and eat. our kids welcome <laughs> kids are welcome mm-hmm. we will have daycare there daycare is available oh great mm-hmm. and that's going to be five dollars per child okay mm-hmm. that's awesome so um and so the bottles that that's going to start soon because mother's day is coming day. up yeah mm-hmm. so uh if you see those at your church or here's the thing 
if there's a if there's people out there that are not back in church yet, maybe you've still chosen to stay at home from Zoom or whatever, and you wouldn't normally have seen those bottles at your church, just know that they're there. Yeah. So you can go pick them up, and then you bring them back, and you can fill them up multiple times. So just pass them around your friends, get it back, empty it out, fill it back up again, and then just bring all that chain, all that money yeah. back to your church, and you all come pick it up. On Father's Day, you said, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And it's not um, just uh, bottles, baby bottles. We're also going to have envelopes that we're going to send out to the church. Good, good. So um, you're more than welcome to put in cash or um, write down your credit card information on the envelopes. So those are also going to be available. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So speaking of Father's Day, y'all do have fathers that will come in here. Yes, ma'am. Together. So mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit. Is that something you see? Mm -hmm. The um, fathers do come in, and um, we actually have a pastor, Pastor Joe Rivera, that he is um, our um, advocate for our young men that come in, and um, we get them connected with Pastor Joe Rivera, and um, he will uh, guide them and direct them, speak to them, um, love on them just as much. You know, the dad... Um, is uh, plays a very big part. Uh, yes, <laughs> a very big part yes. in this as well. So well, whenever I was here, I, as ashamed as it is to think about this, you don't really think about the dad. Exactly. And mm -hmm. when I was here, and it didn't happen just all the time, but there were dads that would come in, and I I don't know why it struck me that that was out of the ordinary or in my mind it was but that's it so important it is very important yes it is. and when we see the um, dad come in with the young lady we're like oh great mm -hmm. you know because they both get to come in and um, hear the the heartbeat the sonogram um, it's just amazing mm -hmm. it, it really is it's truly amazing when these this couple comes in together because um, they come in and supporting one another. He's here to support her as well, you know? So um, we love it. That's, love that. that's amazing. And, um, you know, for when people that do come in for counseling or uh, uh, and talk to advocates, um, it is completely um, uh, confidential. Absolutely. That's still confidential conversation. And, you know, that it's, it's not just people that are faced with the with the, what they don't know what to do it's anybody this is a great opportunity for any woman that is in a position to, to just to have a, that that somebody there that cares so I don't want it to seem like there's all kinds of women that come in to the center for all kinds of different reasons and all yes. kinds of different needs mm -hmm. and um, do you see people come in with their families yes really um, we do um, but during this COVID, of course, we mm -hmm. had we had to keep it limited. Mm -hmm. But there are um, some that have come in with families. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's really great to hear that. Mm -hmm. um, and y'all do have rooms. If y'all have never been in here, bless y'all. Y'all have done so many things with this space. <laughs> but y'all do have rooms that are very comfortable and that y'all do have conversations. So there are private rooms in here. We're sitting in a um, a space that's like a it's, it feels like a living room. And uh, you put some furniture in here. It's nice and comfortable and cozy. Um, and so it's nice to be able to come in and have that time. So, but it is, there, are, there are confidential conversations that go on behind closed doors, and y'all have spaces for that here. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we have uh, rooms available for um, counseling, for mm -hmm. any kind of privacy that needs to be, um, you know, away from mm -hmm. everyone. Mm -hmm. So we do provide that. We just want these young ladies to know that um, when they walk in this door, it's about them. Mm -hmm. Let's let's talk about you. Let us get to know you mm -hmm. and what's going on. We don't want them to feel judged. Right. You know, whatever is going on outside these doors, um, let's just put that aside for a minute mm -hmm. let's let's focus on you and how how can we help you mm -hmm. what's what's going on and um, when we get them in here and we go into the back room they um, they, they feel the love mm -hmm. they're not judged they're not going to be criticized but they just 
There's not a question they can ask that y'all haven't already heard. Exactly. <laughs> right. They just want to be heard. They want help. You know, and mm -hmm. um, we want 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 to give them that right that hope. You know, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. So, what brought you here? Like, what what did you do before this? Before you became director of this, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually worked at uh, GPISD. Uh -huh. I came in from the school, school system. Um, I worked for the school system for 15 years. Um, I actually started for Advantage Academy Charter School, mm -hmm. and then um, slowly got into uh, GPISD. Um, and um, now, are you a teacher? Were you a teacher? Were you a professional? I was actually a nurse aide. A nurse aide. Mm -hmm. I was a nurse aide for many years there for the school system. And then the last two years that I worked for GPISD, I was at the attendance office mm -hmm. at Grand Prairie High School. Wow. So what brought you here? Like, you were in the education and, you know, <laughs> thing. So what made you want to come to a nonprofit, first of all? Because <laughs> that's a whole different scenario. Like, running a nonprofit, you could talk about that a little bit. There's a lot more that goes into it than people even realize. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. It's quite the undertaking. Well, um, I, um, Tammy Williamson, mm -hmm. the previous director um, here at the center, she, um, she and I actually met a few years ago. Oh, really? <laughs> we met over 20 years, uh, yeah, over 20 years wow. ago in the summer of 2001. Um, I actually walked into the center. Um, thinking that it was an abortion clinic, mm. and um, it was not. Wow. <laughs> that happens so, a lot. Yeah. That happened a lot when I was here, too. People would walk in thinking that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Vicki Smith um, was here at that time, and Tammy Williamson, they uh, they both welcomed me in here, and um, Vicki was actually my my advocate, my counselor. And um, I had no idea any of this. Mm -hmm. I was just curious. Vicki Smith was wow. my, my advocate advocate and um, love her. Wow. Over the years we've stayed in contact. I've um, come in and out, uh -huh. you know, for you say sometimes I just wanted to come and say hi uh -huh. because um, I, I love them. Yeah. The way they welcomed me that day, that first day just changed everything. They they just did so much more than just make me an appointment and um, ask me the questions. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about that. It was like, Monica, what's going on? Mm -hmm. and, and just the love in their voice, you could just hear it. Like it just embraced you, mm -hmm. you know? And um, now, so, Tammy's not here, but I want y'all to know, like, she's she's still alive. She just moved. She's <laughs> <laughs> Tammy Williamson is doing great. She has she retired. Uh -huh. She's doing good and um, lives in Florida now, mm -hmm. and uh, her and her husband. The woman Terry. radiates love. Yes. Uh, if she's listening, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to her daughter-in-law and tell her that we are talking about her, but um, she radiates, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. She just radiates love, mm -hmm. and this, she's, she was here before. She started this, yes, I believe. She, um, she was here for quite some time, and um, you're touching on something, I think, um, coming back over and over again. And one of the things at the banquets, if you go to the banquet in October, which you should because it's an amazing experience mm -hmm. to be, because I've, I've been to several myself, um, the women that come through here come back with their kids for years. Yes. And, and it's amazing to get to see how their kids flourish, how, how the women flourish, how things change, and um, that is something that the center wants to know. Like, they want to be a part of your life mm -hmm. and to know, you know, and you're, you're just proving that in your story, which I didn't have any idea before you started talking. It, that's, that's, that's the beauty of what this place is. And I can't explain yes. that enough through a podcast, how much love radiates through this building. Yes. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's all about love. Mm -hmm. It's all about the love of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. it, it's about that. And, um, um, feeling accepted. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, yes. but when I walked in there and um, in here and they welcomed me like that, it was like, oh my gosh, they, that they don't know what's going on with me. Right. You know, I felt accepted. Yeah. And they didn't need to know, you know, my circumstances or anything. They just were here for me and they wanted to get to know Monica. 
and um, it's just so great, so great. Um, so through the years, I stayed in touch and I volunteered. I've spoken at the banquets a couple of times, and um, and um, one year, uh, one summer, I volunteered because uh, working at the school district, you're off during the summer. So I wanted to volunteer, and um, so I came in and volunteered and loved it, loved it, just amazing. I can't even describe it. It's mm -hmm. just so good, mm -hmm. great, and. Um, so we, I went back to, to work, I went back to school, um, to the school district, and um, Tammy um, called me one day, and she called me in to, to come talk to her, and she asked me if um, I'd be interested in um, taking the executive director position. Ah, so she kind of handed the reins off to you. Okay. So I was like, what? <laughs> I was in shock. <laughs> So this was actually before the pandemic that she had decided to retire. It wasn't the pandemic that right. sparked that. Gotcha. No, okay. it was not the pandemic. This was way mm -hmm. prior to that. But um, so that's what I did. I went home. The pandemic was just a surprise to you. After <laughs> <laughs> you said yes, you're like, yay! <laughs> so um, who would have thought that the pandemic was going to start in 2020, March of 2020? And then during that spring break, um, I was off from work for that vacation time. And so I came in to Tammy, and, and you know, we I said I had said yes, and I'll, I'll accept the position. And um, from then on, I've been here. Uh, didn't go back to GPISD, mm. and um, here I am. How are you experiencing? Like, because running a nonprofit is is it's challenging. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of wheels in the air. Now you you took over um, a nonprofit that was was well run and mm -hmm. but that's not always the case right some of them you know and it's not because people are doing it poorly on purpose or anything it's just running a nonprofit and I I've, I'm saying this because I've, I've volunteered at several and I, I've talked to directors there's a lot that is expected of you to, to be able to sustain an organization that's nonprofit requires a lot of fundraising it requires a lot of intentional effort it requires organization and it's not like you get paid a million dollars to do your job, so, um, but you, you took over for one that was, was very loved. It yes. wasn't just a job for Tammy. It was, right. this was what she, this was her legacy, right. you know? And so you took over for one, and that's why she wanted to hand it off to you. I can only imagine that you, she saw that love that you had for this place too. Um, but how has it been different for you than what you came from? as far as the job to now doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it is very different. And she even told me, she says, Mom, Monica, this is gonna be way different from what you've been doing. So um, make sure you go home and, and think about this, mm -hmm. pray about this, and definitely talk to your husband about it. And um, and she did mention, you know, this is a nonprofit organization. So I um, wanted to make sure she was very clear on that. Yeah. And that yeah. I understood that. And um, But you know what? That wasn't a concern. Mm -mm. It really wasn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I went home and I prayed about it, and and I had been speaking to God for a long time about um, wanting to be in a ministry where I could help women. Mm -hmm. You know, um, help them with what I've been through, and um, I thought it was just going to be I don't know at the school somehow or somewhere. I had no, but I had no idea that this was what He had in mind. You know that this that's usually how that works mm -hmm. <laughs> with yeah. God mm -hmm. yep so um, 
So this it, it is very different. There's a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that goes with everything else, with every job. You know, mm-hmm. nobody knows what happens, you know, behind another person's job, mm-hmm. their position. Um, so it's, it is, it has, um, it, it has its, its challenges, but um, I tell you what, um, I have a great team here. We are definitely um, together here. You know, and talk about that too, because y'all do have a partnership. Well, first of all, Christina, mm-hmm. you have Christina that's yes. been here for forever. How long has she been here for? I want to say she's been here ten years. Yeah, it's uh-huh. been a while. Yeah, and she is, she's a she is a firecracker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she's, um, but y'all also have, and you you also have the volunteers from people from the community that come in. Um, and there's always a need for more. Yes. But you also work with DBU, and DBU yes. has been a part of this for a long time. So talk about that a little bit. DBU has been great. So what DBU does is they will um, uh, recommend some uh, young ladies. And or for DBU, Dallas Baptist University. I say DBU, uh, just assuming that everyone knows what that is. <laughs> I know, I do that too. <laughs> but it's right, over, it's right over Mountain Creek Parkway, um, and so it's just right on the other side of the lake, so it's real close by where we are. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, continue. Um, they partner with us, and they will send um, young ladies who need um, some uh, hours, mm-hmm. and some internship hours or um, volunteer volunteer mm-hmm. hours to come in, and they um, they come and help us, and they're great. Mm. These are amazing young women. We even have uh, young men that come and help us with either of the um, labor stuff. They'll mm-hmm. come in and help us do things around the center, but. Um, there's a volunteer now, advocate that we have now, that she has been here going, I believe, on her second year here, and um, great. And we had another one too. She's um, she's here, but we're she's about to move on, and uh, next week will be her last week with us. But we, with them as well, we establish a relationship with them as well, and they establish relationships with the women that come in through the doors as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, they're great. You know, I think that that's such an important point. And DBU, as long as I've ever come in here and volunteered, they've always been a presence. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the some of the girls are in sororities that yes. will come in. Now she, the girl that's here now, Hannah, mm-hmm. um, she is paid by DBU yes. um, because they have a program there where um, students can get paid. And it's usually she was telling me about it before we started. Um, that you usually see them working at the university at the campus level, mm-hmm. but they didn't have any, like they have all these kids that work over there. So now she comes over here and she gets paid um, to be here to help. Mm-hmm. And I think that's phenomenal. And I don't know how many other colleges do that and send their students out in the community like that. But this is, this is something I think young people need to be doing. It's because you know what she could have chose to go anywhere else. I mean, so she uh, chose to be here. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, she was given the option, and she she chose to be here. Wow. And um, which is great. It's great. But um, you mentioned a sorority, and we also have Sigma Kaeda that also um, they do uh, wonderful things for us here at the PRC. Um, Ali, she is, um, she's over the the group of ladies that she, they come in and they'll help us. Like at the banquet, they'll help us set up, they'll mm-hmm. help us break down. Um, the fundraiser on Friday, they're gonna help us uh, set up and they're gonna help us break down. Um, just donating things. They also um, have baby showers for some of our young ladies here. Uh, That's amazing. It is amazing. They do the whole baby shower and um, I'm talking the, the, the gifts, the food, just the welcoming them, um, the whole thing, the whole baby shower thing. And, uh, but we love them. We love DBU. So we were kind of touching on something. We have a little bit more time. Not We, we have about 15 more minutes. And I want to touch on something that we were talking about before we started. So you were, you, you worked for the district. So you're around students. Um, and then now you're working with, you know, you have DBU kids that come in here that are college age do you see that there's a need or there's a desire for kids that are growing up in a community to know how to serve in their community I mean are you do you see a need for that absolutely really yes yes we do um, we do see the need and it's so great to be able to um, get these young people in here 
and let them know how can they serve, how can they serve in their community. If it's not this, uh, this uh, organization, well, it could be another organization mm -hmm. down the street or somewhere else, but they don't know because they don't talk about it. They don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. But it would be great. They would feel like, oh, okay, I can do this, okay, and see where their future will lead them by them just volunteering at an organization. You just never know. You just never know. You don't, and you know, I, that's one of the main things of this podcast that I really wanted to do is to talk about where people could be more involved in their community. Because, especially for Grand Prairie, and I talk about this all the time, Grand Prairie is such a large city in terms of like mm -hmm. size, just the territory that it covers. We don't know, there, there could be people on the south side of town and even know we'd had a pregnancy center here because you're in the middle of town and then on right. the north side. So there's, we have to stay connected. But, um, and of course, you know, I think it's the assumption that kids, kids today, quote unquote, the kids today don't care about this. And the kids today just wanna be on their phones and that, that, that very well might be true for some. But I think there's a growing number of kids that want to find purpose and responsibility yeah. in their lives. And we're not, we are assuming that they don't want that so we're not telling them or yeah. encouraging them to take that responsibility. But I think we need to be doing that more. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Yes, I agree, I agree. And it's those um, that you think don't wanna get involved, wanna get involved. Mm. It's just those that, I mean, we're like, People think, oh, they don't want to because they're doing this and this and that, but they wind up being the first ones there, you know, if they get invited to go somewhere as far if as If they get invited, yes. see, you have to invite them. You have, you to, have to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just like the young ladies that we see here. Um, if we don't let them know as far as education and resources, and they'll say, oh, well, I didn't know, or I didn't know I could go there, mm -hmm. or I didn't know they helped with this and that, and like you said if we don't say anything they don't know and if they don't come forth for help they don't know same with the students you know if they don't get invited or if they don't get talked to then they don't know mm -hmm. you know and it's all community effort it is it is and being able to you know if, if your kids are on their their devices all the time which I had to take my daughters away there for a little bit um, but like they might be on their devices because they don't know what else to do with their time. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they could be bored. Um, now, can can I say that you're waiting on a, a announcement in your personal life? Yes. <laughs> so you're waiting on a on a special arrival of your own, yes. not you personally, but your <laughs> daughter. Uh, my daughter-in-law. Your daughter-in-law. My daughter-in-law. So we are um, waiting on the phone call for a grand entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I talked to you on Sunday, you were like, "I think that we're. I think today's the day." And then now you're like, "I'm just waiting for this for the for the announcement." But um, yeah, and we were kind of talking about the pandemic and how that has affected being involved in being able to be at the hospital, and that's just a whole other sad part about all this but yeah going back to the kids I just I think that it, it, not only I never worked at a nonprofit as a kid I didn't come in to a building and even understand how nonprofit I even works either. yeah and so being able to have that experience is is really important because I think that we can go along our lives and be kind of selfish and self-centered and self-involved and not even look up and realize what's around us Right. And so when you can get plugged into something, and, and maybe the Pregnancy Resource Center isn't for you, but there's so many nonprofits that, um, that are, and they're so specific in, their, in what they provide. Mm -hmm. And when you have a community that takes it upon themselves to meet the needs of that community, instead of waiting on the city government to do it, we can't do that because they can't, they can't possibly know how, what 100,000 people in a city need right. at all the time. But that's why we have places like the Pregnancy Resource Center. Mm -hmm. And and so, did, ha, what do y'all need the most right now? Like, what would you say is the most need? Well, I, right now, I believe our volunteer volunteers is something that we need right now. Mm -hmm. And um, volunteer, the schedule here, you could, it, it's, we're flexible. You could volunteer one day a week, uh, once a month, or twice a month. Um, you let us know your availability and um, 
we'll see you know how we can work around that you can work you can volunteer from 10 30 to 4 30 or 10 30 to 1 30 or 1 30 to 4 30. Mm -hmm. I mean it's up to you you can do half a day or you can do a full day whatever you're comfortable with whatever you're able to do mm -hmm. um and um like i said you pick the days monday through thursday and uh and just come on in and, and see what it's mm -hmm. about and see if this is for you um it may not but we could probably lead you to somewhere that you could probably serve at mm -hmm. you know that will be more for you um but yeah we definitely could use some volunteers because you don't put advocates back there that don't want to be advocates correct so we do not right th th that was a big deal when when Tan and that was something that tammy said to me too is she's like because i just wanted to come in just to help mm -hmm. I, I think i had just started being a real estate agent i didn't have any clients at the time i was like i have the time i'll go ahead and do that mm -hmm. and um you might want to come in you know you might have it in your head come in and come in and be an advocate you know and, and do the counseling part of it but that might not be your strong suit right and um, it's really important that so I don't want people to think you're just gonna walk in and like be plugged right in you might show up and help with paperwork you might show up and help answer the phone right um, there's there's different things that you can do it doesn't have to be just to work with with volunteers exactly yeah um, if you're not comfortable with the counseling and that's not something that you mm -hmm. want to do but you rather help answering the phones or putting packets together or organizing our uh, our baby room mm -hmm. or our uh, supplies or whatever it is um, we can help you with that we can help you which which area would you prefer or go go one thing I did was travel around to other nonprofits so let's say that United Charities or something has a surplus of materials that um that they just don't need or maybe they don't have space to keep and that's something that y'all can do or like united this is this is kind of how this works in the city but united charities isn't going to give out diapers they give out food and they give out other things they do and so what that what will happen is is let's say that you have maybe target has a surplus of a bunch of things that they're trying to donate so a company will say hey we want the tax write-off these are all coming to be expired or they're coming to or maybe we got a new shipment in and we just have a couple of these different things here and there is they'll go and deliver it maybe to United Charities and then United Charities will take them all mm -hmm. and then or whoever and they'll say hey pregnancy resource center we have all these diapers do you need any and you'll go of course we do because we always need diapers mm -hmm. so then y'all trade yes. resources and that happens frequently mm -hmm. which it is does. really cool yes United Charities has actually been great um, Patty over there, the director at United Charities, she will send me an email and she'll let me know. Okay, Monica, we have a few things over here. If you'd like to come pick them up, and um, but yeah, that's how we help each other and partner with each other. And if you, if if let's say someone walks into United Charities or or um, Children First or any of the uh, uh, Lifeline, and they walk in and say, "This is what I need," but that that particular charity does not provide that service that's when you get they get directed to the charity that does provide the service yes and they're all connected mm -hmm. so people okay so we have you know we have a pregnancy resource center that provides this type of counseling we have united charities that provides um, utilities and serve it and, and help with food and things like that we have a lifeline that provides students that are in GPISD that are homeless mm -hmm. to try to keep them into school we have children first that is children counseling Mm -hmm. for people for kids that are going through tr traumatic things or any any counseling you know all of these charities provide specific things for specific groups of people but they're all connected right they're all connected even I don't mean I don't mean the charities are connected I mean the services that they provide are all connected yes and if you have a community like we do where that is a partnership and you're not competing for resources you're all sharing resources you're trying to help each other and 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 that is a community that really wants the people that come in to be the first and foremost priority what can we do to make to meet your need right now and i think that that grand prairie that that we do good we can always do better obviously but um so that that I, that's what i would do sometimes i would just make material runs and I would just drive around and pick things up and come bring them back and then organize them and that's how I would spend my day. So if you're a volunteer, just come in here if this is something that you haven't ever done um, and, and give your money. If, if this is important to you, if, if being there for women 
during this time is important to you, don't go on Facebook and talk about it. Give your money. <laughs> don't make that statement and then not come in and back it up. Come come in here and, and donate donate your resources. And I don't mean just money, but your time, your energy, your, your you know, donate it to something that matters in your community where you can make a difference. Right. So. Um, and this is for um, our babies. Yes. You know, our unborn babies, to be the voice for them. You know, um, the mommies, they come in here and, and they're hurt, they're brokenhearted, they're lost, they don't know what to do. Um, but we see more than that. We don't see uh, a young lady that's, it is, she's not just a body, she is someone. Mm -hmm. And she's someone's mommy. You know, a child and, is a future student yes. in GPSD. Exactly. <laughs> so we are the voice for the moms and the babies. Mm -hmm. And um, for us not to forget that, for us, for us not to forget um, the purpose of the Pregnancy Resource Center. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we're here for, to stand up for life. I think that's a great, great thing. So I will post all the links to all the things you have coming up so yes. that people can see. Um, and then um, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming out. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure.